Hello everyone and welcome to Finding Newfoundland. This is a podcast where I'm going to take a deep dive into my favorite underrated topic, which is the province presently known as Newfoundland and Labrador. I am I'm your host, Jamie Stegg, and I mean, I've been collecting stories and facts about all things Newfoundland and Labrador related for almost my entire life. And um, I just want to share what I've found. I also want to say that I am not a professional podcaster. Not sure if you caught on to that, but my audio recording and my non-existent editing will tell you that this is a labor of love, passion. This is a passion project more so than a well-packaged product. (laughs) Anyways, okay, that's just sort of my disclaimer. Anyways, Today's going to be the first episode in a series about Newfoundland mummers. So, what is a mummer? I mean, it is going to be the topic of a few episodes, mainly because it is such a huge topic and there are so many things to unpack. The first of which, like I just said, is going to be... No, I didn't say it. The first of which <laughs> I'm going to say now is going to be... The origins of mummers, or mummers, the origins, or just for dramatic effect, mummers, origins. I think that's dramatic. Anyways, what is a mummer? So, you found this podcast, you're kind of wondering, like, this is supposed to be about Newfoundland. I don't have a clue about Newfoundland. I know all about Newfoundland. I know what a mummer is, what is a mummer, I'm hoping that there's going to be something for everyone, every one of you. What particularly I'm interested in finding is the origin of mummers in Newfoundland. Um, okay, there's going to be a lot of ums. I figured out that ums are going to happen. Um happens and I am working on it okay but going back to the question what is a mummer non-specific what is a non-specific mummer I mean there are many ways to describe a mummer in the present There are the mummers in Newfoundland who are depicted as people dressing up, going from house to house, doing a house visit, and more recently in St. John's, there are people who dress up and parade down the street somewhere around the new year okay i have a mummer mug i have a mug with a mummer on it (laughs) 
I have an episode of, I mean, I have a, an edition of The Walrus with a mummer on the front with what we're going to talk about later is, I believe, a hobby horse. Um, oh my god, the ums! I am, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry, those things. Also, I've heard I shouldn't be podcasting alone. The single solo podcaster format of podcasting is not... It's not known to be the best or even a good way to podcast. But it's the only way. It's the only... It's the only way I have to present this information and if it seems like this is not going to be great information, you may be wrong because let's get back into it. Let's just like go right back into what is a mummer? What is the origin of mummering all over the world? There are forms of mummering and mummers that I found, that others have found before me, but that I have found more recently to originate in places like Rome, Denmark, Egypt. I kind of had an idea that England and Ireland would factor in there somewhere because of the relationship between English and Irish immigrants to the island of Newfoundland, but you know, in the present day, Newfoundland's not the only North American city. Nope, Newfoundland's not a city, it's a province. Newfoundland and Labrador is a province. But it's not the only place in North America that has a mummer-related annual event. And mummering is an annual event. Philadelphia has a mummer's parade. And a lot of the stuff, like a lot of the sources that I found around mummering, um, there's an um again. I'm, I'm sorry. And again, I'm sorry. Okay? Maybe even me apologizing is worse than saying um sometimes. I'm guessing. Alright. And that probably didn't sound good in the microphone at all. Back to this. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was talking about the Philadelphia mummers and the amount of literature that is devoted to specifically to these guys. And what they're doing, I have managed to, most most of what I want to look at eventually is the origin of the Newfoundland mummer, like I said. However, the origins of mummering, we can use the articles that are specific to... What the heck? Okay. I live in a construction zone. 
of the city and I that was something. I don't I don't know exactly what every sound is going to be, but there's probably going to be sounds in it again. So I apologize for that. So yeah. The origins of the the way back sort of origins of Newfoundland Mummerine and Philadelphia Mummerine, they dovetail when you go, the further back you go. A lot of the articles that are talking about the origins of the Philadelphia Mummers Parade specifically, they talk more, they, they seem to go way, way back to Rome, like ancient Rome and ancient Egypt. They, for one one reason or another, they really want to drive it home that this is an ancient practice, okay? Going back to what I said earlier about it being annual, it is an annual thing, and it's an event that folklorists call a calendar custom. So those are like practices that are tied to dates or seasons. A calendar custom coincides with a life cycle or the seasons. Uh, For instance, people who celebrate winter solstice. They are celebrating the longest night of the year turning over into the days becoming longer and the nights becoming shorter at that point. So This is the longest night of the year, and from there on, the nights start getting shorter again. And they have customs that are surrounding those, that event, that specific time of the year, because that is when people know that a new spring season is going to be upon us soon, and I don't know, like, people, they celebrate because of what's happening on the planet. (laughs) What? (laughs) Calendar customs, it's customs that are associated with dates on the calendar. Like, and what's happening with regards to the Earth. And... A lot of it's tied to crops and harvest and rebirth of, well, I guess rebirth in the sense that there are festivals and customs that center around like the rites of spring, so spring could be the time of year where people celebrate rebirth and I, they do 
they do. But I don't know if I explained that correctly. Anyways, this mummery is a specific custom, specific calendar custom that does come around near the winter solstice. It's, you find it around the 12 days of Christmas, you find it around that midpoint, that's Western-centric thinking because not all seasons, (laughs) not all seasons occur at the same time, and not every place on Earth has as many seasons as there are in North America and in Europe. So they but they have calendars and they will and they do have their own customs that mark their seasons. I'm sure of it. If this was a podcast about that, I would seek that information out. I don't have that information right now. I will talk a little bit about the Roman Saturnalia Festival because there are a lot of articles that trace mummering back to the Roman Saturnalia festivals of 400 BC. This was a popular holiday in ancient Rome, BCE, before Common Era, I think. I'm not going to use, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't use BCE. It's BCE. But there's Saturnalia is a festival. It's held in December, and it was a feast day for the god of agriculture, Saturn, the planet. <laughs> I think the planet was named after the god of agriculture as well. So during Saturnalia, the Romans celebrated the solar new year with merrymaking and dance and dramas prayers for their winter crops and more specifically the sources talk about age and rank being forgotten slaves were waited on and they wore their master's clothing there was a rex so a king of the festival of the saturnalia festival and they led the revelry and they made ludicrous romantic no they made ludicrous commands i i can't edit that you see i'm very sorry i can't find this when i'm trying <laughs> so it's staying in ludicrous commands demands then there was organized parading so the one thing that we can relate to modern day mumming and really point to this being an origin is the fact that 
these mummers wore disguises. Um, they were disguised as trees and wheat stalks and animals, and they transfigured their faces with masks, makeup, and burnt cork. We will return to that one very specific fact in its own episode, the burnt cork uh, blackening of the face. That'll be its own episode. Anyways, put a pin in that. We will circle back with its own episode. More on Saturnalia, though. There was a popular disguise for men, and that was to dress as women. And we, in its current iteration, the mummying that happens in Newfoundland, it is a practice. Like, it's very common for men to dress as women and women to dress as men. Like, so that is a commonality. They have that in common. Besides, I think that they were actually called mummers at the Saturnalia Festival. Okay, so people, mostly articles about the origins of the Philadelphia Mummering Festival or Parade, they talk about ancient Rome. Specifically, they point to Saturnalia. But this could also be where... Newfoundland mummering originated because it's so far back. Could definitely have been... had something to do with it anyways. So... There is also... Mm, the English Mummers play. Okay. Which has the word Mummers in the name of the play, and there are a lot of people who say that this, specifically the English Mummers play, was the origin of Newfoundland mummering, perhaps Philadelphia mummers at some point also were influenced by this tradition having brought it over from England, so they imported it when colonialists emigrated from Europe. Am I using that correctly? I don't know. Have I been using lots of ums and not noticing? Probably. Again? So sorry. And... Yes. I apologize for that, and I know that it doesn't really sound sincere, but it is, because I feel for you. I've been listening to podcasts my, uh, well, over the last 15 years, and I really like a, a tight podcast with that's well edited, <laughs> and I just, I hopefully I will get to that point. I'm just not there right now and I have to forgive myself because I just want to start somewhere. So here we are starting. 
here. Um, so, yeah, there's a mummer's play, and they had men dressed as women. Well, they had more specific, like, stock characters, actually. We will go further into detail later because this is just going to be a 30-minute episode, part A, if you will. (laughs) And there were events that the Irish participated in, um, hunting the wren on St. Stephen's Day. And that has been associated with mummering, although I believe from the research that I've done, that is a specific form of house visit. Very important. Making my own sound effects. What's very important to note is that there are two distinct types of mummering. And they will be further broken down. And I will... You'll see where things will fall into one of two categories. The first category being a house visit. Mummers will visit houses. Go from house to house. It's not... It's it's an indoor activity. Okay? The second category is the parade or the procession this the outdoor part where there's a street component and sort of uh, a revelry a parade in the streets so that's the second type indoor home visits and there is the outdoor parade. These, well, you can pretty much, yeah, I say you can pretty much plug any one of these customs into one of the two of those. Okay. There are some people who have looked at a Swedish Christmas custom, which was another house visit type where they would smear their face with red wash, burnt cork, and flour, and wear old comic clothes, and they went from house to house and visited and performed. Again, we're going to go back to that burnt cork thing super problematic just foreshadowing or I'm just gonna state right off the bat that that is extremely problematic and a lot of the articles that I've read have been all too forgiving of this and don't seem to want to alter tradition because this is considered traditional, this is what they've always done, and they've never meant any harm by it, you know, that's what they say, anyways, um, so 
there's that. But we will have a whole podcast about that, so don't you worry. Alright. Then there's the people who say, you know, there was the German immigrants who influenced mummering in North America, and that was the tradition of Belschnickeling. I don't know if it's like a schnickel, bell schnickel, or it's bell snickeling, but I am going to go ahead and say bell schnickel. I might have to rewatch that episode of The Office where Dwight is bell schnickel. Yeah, and are you impish or what did he say? I don't know, but. Some people point to that as maybe having influence on (laughs) mummering in North America. Okay. So that's... I don't know. So actually, I'm going to leave off there. And I'm just going to say that there is going to be another episode around the same amount of time. Like... about as long as this, that's going to continue talking about the origins of mummery and some other festivals and customs that happened around the world that may have, you know, come across the pond, as it were. I don't know. I don't call it the pond. Come across the ocean has come with settlers from outside of the Americas and they brought with them, you know, their own traditions and it turned into what current day mummering in Newfoundland or Philadelphia. <laughs> okay. Was, that was really difficult for me to say <laughs> for some reason. Anyways. Our next episode's going to go further into that. It is going to conclude. Um, that's another um. Like again, sorry about the ums. I really wish for the ability to edit these out. To. I, I want to learn how to do that. Like, I, so I'm going to learn instead of apologizing. I'm just going to do better. I'm going to be best. Okay. <laughs> God. Eh, me. Hudo. Thank you for listening. Thank you for not turning off this podcast at this time, I mean, I hope that you will join me because I can, it can only go up from here, right? Like, this is gonna have to get better. And let me tell you, I have a lot better material planned. We have a mummer murder. Okay, for the true crime peoples, we have the blackface part of mummering that is so problematic that I want to address. We have class and religious conflict. We have urban versus rural. 
we have so many things that I want to relay to you, to share with you, to learn and share with you and bring to you and have you participate in. By the way, I have a Facebook page and it's Finding NFLD Pod. Finding NFL, Finding Newfoundland Pod. It's a Facebook page. I'm going to credit my sources and you're welcome to ask any questions and if you have concerns. If you want to yell at me about all my ums and or you want to give me some suggestions about how to edit this better because I can use all the help that I can get. One thing that is really not going to change right now anyways is the fact that this is a single person podcast format and if you're just not into that, that sucks. Gonna try and make it interesting as possible, gonna try and sort of prove that wrong. Okay, see you next time. Thanks for joining us. And yeah, really glad that you're here and that you listened to this whole thing. Bye!